Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyven. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life with Laurel and Laurel. Welcome back, Laurel. Thank you. I'm happy to be here as always. Me too. I love our conversations. And I'm so glad that we're um, starting to really dig into season three, living in the beautiful work. Oh, this is going to be such a good season. Because when I think about doing the inner work, oftentimes I'm so um, engrossed in actually doing and learning and becoming that I forget that the living, the beautiful work is really where the lessons are, the joy, the growth, right? Yes, yes. And today's um, topic for our listeners is calling in your new life, which is a great topic. And it really ties into this idea of living the beautiful life, right? Because we always are going to have dreams and visions, right? Of what we want next, what we want more of, what we want to change, how we want life to be for us, right? And yet, while we're imagining that, right, we are still living in this life, whatever this life is. And so it's a really interesting thing to be, right, living into our next vision, but really living into life now. It's a it's kind of an interesting paradox, don't you think, Laurel? It is. And I think we have tendencies to get stuck in one or the other. Yeah. Sometimes we might live without doing the work. Yeah. Sometimes we might do too much work without living the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that oftentimes for, you know, for our listeners, as you start to um, kind of listen into where we are today, I... I guess I would say that having been a life coach now for a long time, 25 years, thinking about working with clients, thinking about my own life and all the changes that I have been in and been through and calling in, right, that my new life, right, calling in what I want next and what I want more of or what I want to change and then having clients come in, right, to see me and really what we're doing is together calling in, right, what they want together is how do you know when it's time to call something new in, (laughs) right? That's the beginning. And I think, honestly, I think some of it has to do with boredom. Do you think that boredom is just, you know, maybe intuition in a different form? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I think intuition for me comes in feelings, right? Like, uh, I mean, I know intuition for some people, it's probably might be uh, um, more auditory, right? They hear little nudges, little voices. For some people, it comes in visuals. For me, probably that's maybe that's why boredom is it's it's like a 
it's a feeling, a feeling version of something needs to change here, you know, a little bit. I, I, I don't know, but let's call it a messenger. I think boredom is a really good messenger for maybe something needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And sometimes um, boredom comes first and then we create chaos to make change happen, right? To create some conflict. And, uh, and so I want to just say to people, um, you know, you want to watch for yourself. What are, what, what is the marker for you that allows you to move into change maybe more easily or more readily? Or, or what are the things that you create in your own life as disruption to cause some change, right? Yeah, and to oh, call in something new. We we could be talking a long time today. I know, I know. I, know. I mean, we talked about change in our last episode mm-hmm. and allowing change to happen and the whole idea of self-created chaos, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, I can see that happening as we get to a place where we know something needs to change. And so maybe that is another messenger of when we see ourselves creating chaos, or maybe we see chaos happening, even though we're resisting something new, Mm -hmm. but both of those situations give us an opportunity to call in what we want. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking of when change happens to us, um, and we're not initiating the change, maybe that's a perfect time to say, what am I going to call in knowing that change is inevitable? Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So when you think about uh, working with clients, and I know we both, you know, are doing this with clients all the time, right? Working through change with clients. What are um, some of the ways that you work with clients, you know, around change, right? And calling in, calling in your new life. What is that? What, what, you know, what are some of the coaching? Let's, let's give some of our coaching, give away some of our coaching for free today. <laughs> yeah. Like, what oh, good. This is my sweet spot. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I think is really um, the self-awareness. Self-awareness is so important yeah. in, in knowing what to call in or knowing it's time to call in. Right. So, Oftentimes in coaching, I talk about the embodied self-awareness, right? Having clues that your body sends you, getting out of your head, not thinking, overthinking, but really trusting, how are you feeling? And I don't mean the emotion of it, but where do you feel it in your body? Are you antsy? Are um, are Are you sluggish? Like, what are those physical things that are happening? that can be used as clues to what you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's great. That's great. I, um, I'll go back to, I know I mentioned this in our last episode and I don't think I said the name of the book, so I'll say it right now. Um, the name of the book is the body keeps the score by, um, and I'll put the author's name in, in the notes here. Um, I can't remember it off the top of my head. It's a three part name. So I, uh, don't want to say it wrong. And, but it's called the body keeps the score. And it really speaks into, you know, so much of this idea of being able to 
identify internally, right? Really come in and have self-awareness about what's happening in the body. And, and for most of us, you know, um, number one, it's a, it's an amazing tool to help deal with trauma and a recover from trauma. And, and then for many of us, in terms of just living life, it's just a beautiful um, guide and an asset information that we've, we've really been taught to overlook by, by always being in our head, right? So it's like we've cut ourselves off from a whole body <laughs> of information that's below the neck. Right? That's right. That can be guiding us and giving us some clues to how to call in or what we want to call in. It's so true. And, you know, it reminds me of some of the, um, the studies, the coursework I've done in coaching on the neuroscience of change mm-hmm. and our three brains, our head, our heart, and our intuition, our gut. And that each of those systems plays its own role um, as a a tool that our body has and the combination of the three of them, but each of them individually also are useful. And so when I think about calling in what we want, Mm -hmm. you know, when I so much the head, at least from in my experience is what we don't want the head, the head often goes to um, I'll say the negative rather than the positive or the conditioning, right? the safe, right? The safe, the predictable, what we've been told that we are worthy of and the heart and the gut often take us to the other places. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. I, I know that, um, when I'm thinking about, um, I know I've talked about this before in our last season a little bit. Um, when I was on my own for many years after I was divorced and, knew that I wanted a partner, I felt like my, my early steps of calling in my partner was getting clear in who I wanted. Like what, what was I looking for, right? In a partner. And that really came from being honest with myself about who I was, right? And looking at who I was in my last relationship and my marriage, what didn't work, what did work and why it did and why it didn't work and being honest with myself right about what i really was looking for and then the question became you know uh did i did did i resonate with that right like was that fully integrated in in me right so Mm -hmm. so and that's an interesting process to go through i think yeah it really is and have you have you used it in other situations when you've called something in as well? Oh, that's a good question. I don't, you know, Laurel, I, I feel like I probably have, but maybe not as conscientiously and, um, and when I think about my work, right? So my work, I was a cost analyst in my first job getting out of school. And I think, you know, owning that, that was number one, I was bored. So there you go, right? I was bored in that at many levels. And then number two, it didn't hold a lot of meaning for me. And I really wanted meaning in my work. And so I think, you know, as we talk about this calling in your next thing, right, is being able to see where you are now 
and what does and doesn't fit with who you are. So the beginning for me was, uh, you know, beginning to search for something that had more meaning, right? And something that would hold my interest a little bit longer. And I think that, that, you know, that was kind of the first step. So I went on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and eventually ended up, you know, as a counselor and then a coach. And, and that's been a really good fit for me. But I think that sometimes it isn't that one, one leap, right? From one thing to the next thing. And then we're evolving and growing. And so we're always calling in the next thing and the next thing. We are. Yeah. You know, it, it um, makes me think about one of the things I talk about in my coaching or the, one of the things that is my, one of my guideposts, if you will, for what I want to call in. And I, when I say what, Sometimes I don't know what it is, right? It's not that clear, yeah. um, but going towards, um, you know, does it have meaning? Does it give me purpose? Is there ease in it? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in last, um, last season, we did an episode on resistance. Oftentimes I think about calling something in with ease and grace and those are my those are my indicators whether or not it's the right thing that I might be calling in Mm. right I know in my past I had my sight set on a particular job that I never took I never was off well I shouldn't say I was never offered Um, the opportunity came up three times but it was never the right time even though I had put that particular job in my career path. Mm. It was on my plan. But each time it presented itself to me, I had a reason that I wasn't free to take it. And so I use that now in thinking, Mm. what is it that my head is calling in? And what is it that is really meant for me? Yeah, yeah, that's And how can I be more open? to call in that which is meant for me. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and um, one of the things that I think I've learned too along the way is when we're calling in something that we want, sometimes it doesn't show up exactly like we think it's going to. And so we have to be open to receive what's being sent our way and and take a, you know, before we reject anything too quickly, hold on, take a little look. Maybe this is what we've called in and we're not even recognizing it. So it's an interesting journey, isn't it, to um, growing into the life that you want to be living. It really is. I have a really fun example of that that just happened for me last year so I've been saying for the last several years I want to live um, by the ocean year-round and as you know we have a summer a seasonal property at the ocean well last winter an opportunity came my way that was a year-round property near a couple miles away but it was a a small condo that needed to be completely redone. And I realized maybe I wasn't specific enough in calling in what I wanted. 
because the reality was I didn't want to live several miles from the ocean in a neighborhood that was primarily second homeowners that was not a walkable community that did not have a community feel, but it was near the ocean. Um, And so just such a great reminder of when we are calling in what we want. um, Often my approach is to be open to what comes and I'm learning how to be more specific about what I want to call in. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes we need those opportunities to come or those options to come to help us get clear in what it is that we want. Because uh, the heart wants what the heart wants, but the heart doesn't always, you know, have all the specifics because it's not, it's not right. It's not left brained. It's, it's right brain, so to speak. Yeah. I love that. Do you have an example? I have I have another I can share. Oh, if... yeah, share another one. Share another so, one. So this comes from a friend of mine who is also a coach. But she had been, you know, really um, intent on the type of relationship she wanted to call in, a romantic relationship that she wanted to call in, and had all the characteristics and the attributes of the person that she wanted to call in. And then she met someone who was not the gender that she wanted to call in, but she hadn't been specific about the gender. (laughs) And that was such a great story to think about. Oops, I forgot one little detail. (laughs) That's great. It's great. And so I'm going to give an example because I think this is a good example of um, growing ourselves through, um, through, through trusting ourselves and trusting like what we want. So in 2020, the end of 2020, um, I, I wanted, I was really tired of getting on social media and seeing a lot of negative stuff and people arguing about politics and upset about COVID and all the changes that had happened and just so much negativity. I thought, I just really want to put a positive voice out into the world. And I want to say things that will help people feel more peaceful inside because I see a lot of, you know, chaos and, and, and a lot of disruption. Right. And so I decided I was going to post for 30 days and it would be something that would be, uh, that would promote a sense of inner peace and peace in the world to try to offset some of the other stuff. And the first morning that I was going to post, I sat down with my pen in my hand and my notebook and I was quiet and I thought, you know, just said to myself, okay, what, what do I need to share today that would be as use to the world? And, uh, I waited and I just started getting a little line here and there and I just started writing and lo and behold, a poem came through. And it was really pretty good. I thought, wow, this, this is pretty good. All right, I'm just going to go ahead and share it. And next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. And every day now for 30 days, I wrote 30 poems. And they all came just like that. And some of them are really pretty good. I don't say all of them are great, but I would say all of them are pretty good. And some of them are really good. And, you know, I just... And publishing my first book of poetry. Now, if somebody had said to me, even you know, a year before that, oh Laurel, your, your next your next book is going to be a book of poetry, I would have laughed and said, "Are you kidding me? No way!" Right? But 
you know, again, these, this is the idea of calling in your new life is being true to your heart, being true to what you want, getting a sense of what you want to contribute and then allowing yourself like the space to, to start to bring it forth in a way that feels natural or, or whatever for you. Right. And, and, and sometimes some real big surprises can come about really yes. good stuff. Yeah. And I love this because that's exactly what I, you know, in my talking about grace and ease, yeah. right? You knew what you wanted to bring forward and there it came to you yeah. without having to struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Which is one of the indicators that it was meant for you yeah. to do that. It was waiting to come into your life. Yeah. 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 I know. I, so good. I'm so excited. And I'm excited to share that book with the world too. The name of the I book can't is wait. Crossroads. I'll put it in the notes too for the people that are listening um, and haven't been on my, my uh, mailing list or whatever and don't know about it yet. It's here. When can we expect it? I know. Well, it by the time this is published, you know, I will already have shared with the world. Perfect. It'll be out. It'll be out and about, but it's called Crossroads. And even that poem came through and helped me pulled pull all the poetry together and make put themes to the book and all that kind of stuff. So I think, you know, this idea of um, trusting ourselves, learning, you know, being able to pay attention to our inner life, pay attention to the way our intuition speaks to us, pay attention to what our heart really wants, right? Get the, the head brain, the head stories out of the way and really become open and curious to our life. Um, and letting ourselves, you know, really tune into what we want in a heartfelt way, right? And then, and then allowing that to start to create the path to how can I, how can I be a part of creating that which I want to see more of an experience in the world, right? Mm. And usually that's the clue. I mean, usually what we want, what the heart wants is part of our creative nature. And maybe we just haven't explored it yet. Yeah, and, and getting the head out of the way is really important because it is our head that stores all of, I'll say the limited beliefs, yeah. you know, the, um, the past patterns, tendencies, behaviors that we hold on to, yeah. you know, and so in order to create this new, to call something new in, mm -hmm. maybe something that we've never had before, but really is meant for us, we have to put the head out of the equation. Yes, yes. And it's not that the head isn't going to come in handy to think things through or help us make good decisions because it will. Absolutely. But it it it's if it's the guiding if it's the guiding factor in it, that's <laughs> oftentimes where we get stuck because we are we our brains and and our and our minds have been very conditioned to think in a certain way. And if we're going to create something new and call something new in, sometimes the mind will limit that and it won't allow for the new, right? So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We really want to kind of not that I always think of the, the mind being in service to the heart ultimately, right? That the heart, if the heart speaks and the heart's connected, you know, in a, in a way to uh, the greater, the greater good, the greater world, the greater consciousness, then that's, that's a big asset. And our mind can really come into service to that 
Um, but we've often been taught to do it the other way around. And so we, 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 we often feel limited and stifled, really. And we, we may have spent so much time being connected and aware of our thoughts and our head, you know, that we've made our head the primary driver that we have not really fully tapped into the desires of our heart. And so when I think, how do you move the heart to the driver's seat rather and the, the head being the back seat driver, right? Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of deliberate, intentional work to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. So Laurel, as we wrap up for today, what um, what might you share with our listeners for uh, beginning to call in your new life? You know, as kind of the early the early stages of it. What 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 would be like kind of your number one number num high high tip of where we've been today? You know. Well, I've done this with um, a couple clients in. Um, thinking about something that you want. And again, you know, we just talked about getting rid of the head, but often that's where we keep, you know, that's where we start. Um, Especially if we're not fully trusting our heart and our intuition. Um, And so it's a, it's a kind of practice of what would you like? And then what version of that would be okay? What version would be absolutely amazing Mm. and what version would be over the top unbelievable and so by kind of you know sometimes i think we don't dare to dream that big audacious dream yeah yeah and without getting into the worthiness or the possibility or the practicality just give it give what you want three versions yeah the small the, the okay, the medium, and the over-the-top grand. That's fantastic, Laura. That's fantastic. Because I think, again, it's it's beginning to um, uh, invite ourselves to take off the limiting conditioning that may be there. So I feel like that's such a great invitation. And then what I'm going to add to that, because I think that's so great, is to be willing to say it out loud. Even if you say it out loud only to yourself, right? Um if I could have anything and there were no limitations in my life, I would choose this. And if I could have it be even greater than that, it would be this. And if I could be beyond my even wildest dreams, it would be this to just say it out loud, right? Because we're claiming in words, it's like the beginning, the, the, the beginning vibration of making it real in the world. And yes. Yeah, it's big. I want to invite our listeners, if they need someone to say it out loud to, mm. call me. I'm there. That's I, great. That's great. Um, because it is, yeah. it, it, when I do this practice, even when I do it or my clients do it, you know, your body starts to feel that, right? Uh, Going from, it's okay. Yeah, this would be okay to, <gasps> this would be spectacular. Your whole body engages in that. and how to feel that promise of something really big coming your way. Yep. You need to say it out loud. I'm here for you. 
<laughs> Laurel, you know, I feel like we took our conversation today from A to Z. We started with me talking about being bored and we end with uh, the highest, like uh, the board is like this low vibe, you know, barely moving kind of vibration. And what we're talking about is take yourself from there to, you know, so excited you're, you're, you're zinging with, uh, yeah. 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 That's great. Well, thank you so much for our conversation today. I feel so enlightened. I'm, I'm like ready so to go out and call in some really good stuff. Let's go. Me let's too. Let's, Leonard, let's, let's all do that listeners. Okay. Mm. All right. I'll see you next time, Laurel. Okay. Enjoy your day. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye Thanks for being with us here at beautiful work, beautiful life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.